welcome to Beyond This Reality podcast with Dr. Tracy Dovey, that's me, and I wanted to just give a warm welcome to you and your beautiful bodies. I hope you are doing amazing today, and hello, hello. It's so funny, when I say hi to the bodies, I can just feel how many bodies are so excited. (laughs) Hello, it makes me excited too, actually. Um, And if you can't see me, if you're like tuning into this through audio on any podcasting platform, you can't see me, but I just kind of did this like, I don't know, walk like an Egyptian kind of move. Um, It just gets me so excited. Um, I hope you tuned into the first episode where I gave you a bit of a um, interesting, I don't even remember exactly what happened because I was just so present with it, but um, I kind of have ADD. Um, so I tend to go like all over the place as well. Um, so I hope you got something out of it, (laughs) but, um, I remember uh, talking about how much I love bodies and I don't even think I got to it on that episode, but just really quickly, um, to be quite honest with you, when people come to see you in pain, they're usually not happy (laughs) because they're in pain and, when you have to tell them what's right about them and what's wrong about them in some ways, I mean, obviously you're not doing that, but you're like, but they want to know what's wrong with them. Why am I in pain? What's wrong with me? That's a really heavy energy. As you can just say, as you can just sigh, (laughs) as you can just see when I said it, I can even try to say it in a different tone and you can still get the, the energy of it. So it's like, um, what's, what's wrong with me? Why am I in pain? No matter how I say it, you can perceive that there's like something heavy about that. And I'm not going to pretend like you can't because I'm just going to honestly, and this, again, this is beyond this reality in this podcast. I'm just going to treat you like you are aware and like you do perceive it. And that might be weird for you because some maybe no one's ever acknowledged you for being aware and for being able to perceive things. But I worked with enough people that I'm like, you know, um, and maybe you don't want to know that, you know, that's okay might not be the place for you, but um, if you do want to know that, that you know, keep tuning in because I'm going to give you um, and, sh- and, and share with you how I became more confident in what I was being aware of. And so again, this is what I want to talk about. So um, yeah, so as a chiropractor, to be honest with you, it's kind of, and I'm someone that like, I like a lot of different things going on. Like I think I mentioned it in the episode last time, like when it's more intense, I'm like, there. So I was a pretty good chiropractor, I'll say that. And I noticed that, you know, sometimes the change I knew possible wasn't happening for people because they would get better and then something would happen and then they would get worse again or whatever. And again, at this point, everything was on me. I made myself like the center. And so I would go take more courses. So I took like every course possible. Like if, if there's a course for it, I probably took it. I'm not even going to name it because it's not relevant, but I literally took them all. Like I spent so much money in chiropractic college and I spent even more money to take like every specialty course I could basically take. Uh, I even became a personal trainer, (laughs) true story, uh, because I realized that the exercise route and the exercise prescription route was something really, really interesting for me personally first, to be honest with you. I wanted to know how to move my body and how to do it in the most efficient way 
So I saw people doing stuff at the gym, like chest day, leg day. And I was like, but that's for bodybuilding. Like that doesn't interest me. Um, what will help me become stronger as a chiropractor? And then I found out like totally different ways of like working out that worked for me. Again, what works for you? So I found things that that worked for me. Sometimes I needed a, like a bunch of equipment. Sometimes I didn't. Also just get in the gym and like lift dead weights too. Like I'll get in there and I'll get down and dirty with the with with the big boys, no, I'm just kidding, with the big toys, they're like, oh, you know, I can, I can throw some weight around too, so I was just playing around with all of it, anyway, um, what I realized was at some point, I took every freaking, you know, specialty thing I could take, and it, that wasn't really moving the dial, like, yeah, I had more tools, so I could attract uh, different types of patients, which is really cool, and I got to work with a lot of different types of um, people because of it, again, really cool, like, I worked with you know, all age groups. I've worked with peds. I worked with pregnant patients. That was one of my specialties. Um, I worked with a, with a lot of athletes because I liked doing the whole like movement thing. Um, and then I also took like ART, which if you've heard of is like a big thing for athletes. Um, I also worked with geriatric population just because I like them too. And then I worked with like famous people. I worked with, I mean, like famous actors. I worked with nuns, okay? <laughs> I worked with veterans. I worked with people that didn't have limbs. I worked, I worked with people who couldn't speak English. Like I've, and that's just like at one place, you know? I've, I've worked with so many people. It's just been really, really fun. But I realized at some point, I just got bored of telling people, um, here, do this exercise. Here's what's right about you. Here's what's wrong about you. Here's what you can do for this. It's like, I knew, again, this like nagging feeling that I talked about, like, there's something else possible. And I didn't feel like I was using my skill set to the highest degree that I could because, you know, I started recognizing something unique. And so this is where I kind of really, really differentiate myself because I started calling myself a holistic chiropractor because I was on the fringe already in the sense that I'm not just like adjusting people and then seeing them off their way. I'm like wanting to spend time with them and show them exercises. That's already kind of weird. And then I remember with people that, you know, there wasn't that much change despite what we were doing and I had all these new techniques. I just kind of got um, dis disheartened one day. And for some reason, I just asked their body, like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> Can you help me? Like, what's going on here? Like, I don't know what else to do. So I, I don't know what, I'm, I'm not sure what else to do. Or at the Veterans Hospital, this is kind of how it started. Um, they have so many complex issues with veterans that I'm just looking at them like, and this adjustment is supposed to help you with all of this? Like, what? So I remember it started there. I started asking their bodies, like, what in the heck is going on? And then to my surprise, I started hearing something <laughs> and it was information and I'm like, this is interesting. And so at first I thought I was fucking crazy. Like most people would, because if you tell me when you, you hear a voice, you're fucking crazy. Um, but I started to hear something and I'm like, it's odd. And I kind of brush it off, like whatever. And I didn't judge it. I just was like, hmm. well, I did judge it in, in, in some way, but I didn't totally dismiss it, which is, interesting and then I remember I would hear something and it, it would be about that person in front of me and sometimes I wouldn't really have it in words yet but I would have like the energy of it and then 
you know, I was talking to veterans, so they would, and for some reason, some of them were very honest with me about what was actually going on in their life. Like, yeah, I have back pain, but um, also I don't sleep at night and um, I can't get a job and I have a newborn kid and I don't even know this kid. This kid doesn't know me and I'm expected to be a father and I have all this stuff going on in my life. And all of a sudden, as they would start to open up to me, that would match the energy of this awareness that I had. And I I couldn't give this to you in words back then, that's for damn sure. But I was like, whoa, wait a minute, that matches something that I know. Like, wait, like, I know that that's true. Like, and I know that it's true. That's interesting. What is that? And the more that I started to have experiences like this, I would just be in the question. So I would literally not pretend like I knew what the fuck was going on with people. And here's the weird thing. At the Veterans Hospital, you never know what's going to go on. You never know what will happen. You never know who will show up. It was like, for, for, for people who need a lot of certainty about what's going to happen all the time, or they just get like so stressed out, do not work in an environment like that. I mean, I can't tell you what to do. You, you're free to choose, but it's like, I highly recommend you work in a different environment. Now, again, some people would say that's really intense. You know, anything could, could happen at like any point. Yeah, it's intense. These are veterans. <laughs> They're used to working in the military. Of course, it's intense. And again, if you heard my first episode, I thrive in intensity. So um, I wouldn't say I thrive from the get-go because it's a lot of moving pieces um, to get a hold of, which I'm not going to go into all of it. But I started just having to be in the question because of necessity. So I don't want to pretend like I am like all knowing and I'm superior and like, no, I want you to get the energy of, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I'm Canadian and I'm trying to understand this American system that we have nothing like in my country. And I can't even relate to veterans because I didn't grow up with having like the army and the Navy as something that was a part of me culturally, like if you can see me on YouTube, nobody in my family that I'm aware of served in the, you know, in any sort of like military capacity, again, that I'm aware of. So it's not something I had a familiarity with. So I couldn't even relate to them on that. So I was like, well, shit, what the fuck am I going to do? So I literally was just in the question of like, how can I be of service? You know, how can I, you know, how can I help you today? (laughs) Kind of thing. But I would reach out and ask them. And, you know, as a chiropractor, one of the unique, unique things about chiropractic is that you get to touch people. And I don't mean that in a gross way. I just mean like anybody who knows what a chiropractor is, you sort of expect to be touched and people expect that. And I expect to do that. So one of the cool parts about that was I would put my hands on people and I would just say like, hi, what's up? I'm here to help. Don't know why I started it. I just did it. And I did it unconsciously for a while. I was just sort of doing it, not even knowing I was being a question. And I would start to hear these things. Like I said, I start to have information about what's happening here. And I had no idea where the hell I was coming from. And again, in the beginning, I didn't really say anything. I was just aware of something. And then those, the, the patients on my table will start to tell me things and I started to realize like this is a match just to like something that I was aware of, but I know that this is true. And what was interesting about that particular experience at the Veterans Hospital is that the people I was working with were seeing an, an, an improvement in pain. And they were able to um, 
function with their with their families better and really kind of integrate back more into um, you know life with their families um, and friends uh, better, which is like the ultimate goal for most of the people. I wouldn't say all of them. I would say most of them. Um, maybe their pain didn't even really change, but they were able to integrate into their lives better. So they had better um, reports um, after working with me on a trial of care for like six weeks. And because we saw so many people, we would tend to see the same people during their trial of care. And then if they got approved for like longer care, I would be on their case. That's kind of how it worked. And I remember my um, the, the chiropractor I was working under there, he noticed that a lot of my patients were saying the same thing. Like they were mentioning me and mentioning like I made a difference for them and that they had an easier time kind of integrating back into their lives. And so I remember him pulling me aside and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I thought I was in trouble. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh shit. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, um, everything you say. <laughs> and he's like, and then he kind of explained to me, he's like, no, like there's something else that you're doing. Cause he's like, everyone does that. But like, not everyone says this, like, what are you doing? And I was like, honestly, I'm just asking them questions. And he's like, what kind of questions? And I'm like, I don't know, like whatever comes up. Like I didn't know at the time I was like, huh? But I started to realize like, maybe there's something to this, like, hmm, interesting. You know, and there's a lot of variables at play. So the fact that people were even seeing improvements, honestly, and I kind of don't like saying this, but it's true, was a shock because most of the guys come there and then things don't work. And that's by design, again, unfortunate, but true. Uh, but also because things just generally wouldn't work for people. And that was sort of like a standard that was acceptable, but nobody would really talk about it, which is even more confusing, <laughs> especially if you're only there for a short period of time, you had a huge fucking learning curve. And like, there's a lot that no one talks about. That's sort of like an unspoken, everyone just knows though. So nobody really expected to get hugely better, um, especially with the things that they struggle with that they wouldn't really talk about, which was like the integrating back into civilian life, if you want to call it that, which they'll never really be civilians because you're always like seen as like ex-military. But anyway, which is another conversation. But my whole point, and I was like, well, I'm not a civilian either. I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to be a doctor. So I get it in that respect. But anyway, um, I don't even know why I'm saying any of this stuff. <laughs> but again, I'm just following that same awareness that I'm talking about. Um, so somebody needs to hear this, I guess. But um, the reason why that this is all so interesting is because I got a lot of things from this experience. So number one was in order to create a reality. So the the reality and the consensus reality at the veterans hospital was like, you're not really going to get better. You'll get a little bit better, but not a lot. And then we'll just pay you because um, that's, you know, kind of what we do. Okay. And I could have this all wrong. So if someone's like, Hey, that's not it. Let me know. This was my understanding at the time. And this was like in 2015. And again, it's not something you're going to get people to say on the record or a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, but that was my understanding at the time. So the fact that people were getting better and I'm not really adjusting them was weird. It was unique and it was different. And I didn't want to admit that I was doing something different because I didn't want to be honestly seen as different. So I kind of toned it down a little bit after that and tried to be more normal and fit in. But I'll never really forget those group of guys because they really helped me to see what I was doing differently. 
because I remember a few of the guys told my um, the the like doctor I was working for that like we feel more comfortable talking to her than we do the psychotherapist or our therapist who just wants to put me on drugs. Um, we feel more comfortable talking to her. And um, he's like, she's a chiropractor. <laughs> and they're like, I wasn't even a chiropractor. I was still a student. Um, and they're like, oh, really? That, like, that's what she does? That's what you guys do? Like, they had no idea. <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, but my point is, I started to realize, okay, there's a deeper emotional component to all of this. Because um, like I said, their pain would decrease and sometimes it wouldn't. But they were more functional, for lack of a better term. Interesting. And so when I took this into my career, again, I tried every tool or every technique and things weren't working. I was like, oh my God, I know exactly where to go. And I didn't want to go here first because I was like, let me be normal and take all the courses like everyone else. But I went into what I knew would make a difference. And so I started putting my hands on people and being like, hi, I'm Dr. Tracy. How can I help? Or what can I do? And again, I started getting these awarenesses about specific things in people's lives. And I thought that was really interesting. And some of it was so detailed that I'm like, there's no way I'm just going to like say this stuff to people. So I would start asking them questions like, hey, what's going on at home? Or how are things at home? Or, you know, how are things with this? Or how are things with your parents or your, your partner or your spouse? And to be honest with you, it kind of scared the shit out of me because Sometimes people would just break down crying, um, which was wild to me, um, like immediately. Like as soon as I asked that question, they would just look at me and they would start crying. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what is going on here? <laughs> and then I started realizing that there is something going on deeper and deeper. And I wouldn't always get that on the first question or first visit. But inevitably, at some point, we would start to go a different place. Now, I still adjusted people. I still did all that stuff. But I was curious as to, like, what is cause, like what is going on here? Like, how can I have this detailed information about people? Like, how is that possible? And what is the connection between this and what they're experiencing? Like, I was like, this is something that I did not learn in school. And I felt, as you can imagine, just totally insane and crazy. But I knew that I was opening up a completely different space. Um, I knew that I was opening up a completely different space that had been opened up before. Now, some people enjoyed that and some people really didn't enjoy that. And so here's the interesting thing that I've, this is my interesting point of view. When I talk about awareness and I say that you're aware. So again, whether you want to know it or not, you're aware. And so the reason why I'm talking about that, and maybe you're, you're more like familiar with the word intuition. You have it. It's not something you have to go find outside of you. You have it, just like you're aware. Now, a lot of people don't want to know that because it's like, okay, I'm aware is one thing, but then to follow your awareness is a totally separate thing. And both of them require acknowledgement. So like I could be aware that, okay, I can communicate with people's bodies. This is what I'm thinking at the time. Like, okay, I'm getting this information from somewhere, it's me and it's them. <laughs> so it must be from their body. That was just my, I was like, where, well, where else could it be coming from? Right. I'm very logical at this point too. So this was a far step for me. And for some of you, if you're still listening to this, honestly, thank you. Um, but you might be like, this is a far step. Like what the fuck? 
is she talking about? Like, where does this information come from? How does she even know it's legit? That was my question too. Like, how do I even know it's, it's like legit? And so I, I started asking that question and I would start, I, I would get even more awareness about like how to ask the question so that they could receive what I was saying. And so I would try that and then they would be more like more responsive. And I'm like, well, this is interesting. And then we started to get to like a deeper thing. And then a very similar thing happened to the veterans. They would start to get better. They would be happier. They would do all kinds of things. It would be great. But here's the thing. Everything that I'm talking about is more of an energetic awareness. So when you acknowledge something energetically, sometimes you can just, it, it can just stay in that one place. So people would be aware in like in my chiropractic office, but they wouldn't want to take that awareness with them <laughs> and actually act on it because they were, they were, they knew it would change things. And some people just don't want to be in pain. They don't want anything to change. They just don't want to be in pain anymore. That was a lot of people's point of view. So they would kind of leave the energy in the room. And because I was the only one who could be aware of it, I'm like, oh shit, like I got to clean this up. Like people think that in a chiropractic office, it's, a, it's, it's about cleaning the table. Yeah, that's one aspect. But for me, being a very aware person who is aware of that energy in the room, I'm like, oh my God, I got to clean it up. Because I'm aware of it, I have to clean it up. This was my point of view. Okay. And see, this is ringing true in, 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 in your life. If you're aware of something, and we do this really well with our partners or our really good friends, if you're aware of something in their life, you think you have to do something about it. Okay. I'm here to tell you, you don't. <laughs> and my experience is I would literally be like, oh shit, I got to take this energy on. Let me take it on. Which, how can I even do that? I didn't even know I could do that, but I was doing it. So not only am I aware, I'm aware of the poop that they just left here of like, oh, I'm just, oh, I, I, I have this profound awareness. My back pain is because I'm not in a, you know, fulfilling marriage. And then they would just leave that there. That's pretty fucking heavy energy. And then I'm like, oh no, I have to like clear that some way. So I thought, oh, I'm, 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 I must take it on. Because, you know, I don't want my other patients to be aware of that or that to muck up anything. So I would start taking it on in my body. And as you can imagine, that worked out terribly. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> because here's another energy. Well, well, here's an energetic principle. If you're the one who's aware of something in someone and I'm just getting straight into it. I thought I would do more, you know, intro stuff. But no, here we are right into it. If you're aware of something in someone else that doesn't mean you have to do anything okay because here's my interesting point of view and hopefully this information is a contribution to you you can never take someone someone else's energy on as your own to change it okay, i say that again you can never take someone else's energy on as your own to change it because here's the thing, those people were choosing that. So they were choosing to ignore what, what was going on in their body to a certain degree because it led them to come into my office after they ignore it to a, to a certain time. Then they had the awareness. It's because there's something to do with my marriage that doesn't work for them 
or as they said, well, they didn't say it like that. They would say like, I'm in, I heard this so many times, which is like, I never heard this before. And then I heard it like five times in a week. And I was like, what in the actual heck is going on here? But so many people would tell me I'm in a loveless marriage. Again, still heavy energy. So they were aware that this energy of like a loveless marriage is coming up when we would talk about their back pain. And once they admitted it, their back pain would dissipate. And then they wouldn't say anything. They would go home and pretend like everything's fine. So all of that is their choice. It's their choice to be in that marriage. And it's their choice to not listen to the information that their body is giving them. That's all their choice. So if I try to take it on, I can't change it because they're still choosing that. And nobody, excuse me, nobody, (laughs) as I just transmute some energy, (laughs) nobody told me this. I had no idea. So for years, I think I maxed out at five years, I was just, you know, taking on people's deep shit, thinking that I was making a difference. And I was making a difference. I wouldn't be so hard on myself. I was making a difference. But the part that, because they can have, so helping people become more aware and more conscious is like my ultimate goal. Because if you're aware and conscious, you can make choices that work for you. And I thought people were, and, and I, I, I shouldn't say that. There's a group of people that wanted to know, and this was so cool. And so many of them have changed their lives, and it's been amazing. It's been amazing to be a part of that. I'm also just kind of focusing on the group where, I, and I get, I'm also like hard on myself because I'm like, shit, like, fuck, I actually did that. <laughs> like, I would take these things on, and these people would still choose it. And here's the thing they go home, that energy that they're familiar with isn't even there. And so in some ways they want the pain again because at least it's more familiar. So then they go choose it, but they like double down on the thing that wasn't working for them. And so this is where it starts to get tricky because I'm like, oh my God. So here I am taking on something that's not mine, causing myself pain. And then they're choosing the pain again. And so this is the, this is why I'm doing this podcast because I want to create a new reality where we can be we can be aware of that. So that there can be less of those things happening now. Because since COVID, everyone is like so exhausted because everyone's so aware of everyone else's crap. And when you try to take it on for someone else, especially if you think caring is taking it on for other people, which I did, it's ultimately going to lead to you destroying you if you don't change it. And so this is why I want to talk about moving beyond this reality because it's the overwhelming message that we keep getting in this reality that it's kindness and caring and nobody wants to be a bad person, so do this. And what else is possible beyond that? Because that's clearly not working. And so we don't, I don't need to prove anything about it's not working. It's just not working for the majority of people. Okay. And I'm talking about the people who judge themselves a lot and who don't say anything. It's not working. And it didn't work for me. And so I wanted to share what does, what has been working for me. And I do a lot of coaching with people. And I just share this information that I have. And I get to be a different energy of a new possibility and create that possibility in your life. Because I have been at the end of the very, very dark road. This led me to a very, 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 very dark road. Okay. And we're calling that burnout now. Cool there is a different possibility and there is a different reality possible for you. And so I just wanted to make that abundantly clear in this episode that there is 
something else available to you. So that's what I want to like really emphasize here. There is another possibility available to you beyond this reality. So first thing is you're aware. Amazing. (laughs) And now here are some of the ways you can sort of be like, am I doing this? Like, am I taking on people's crap as my own? Because I think that's what caring is or that's what the right thing to do is or whatever reason justification that we have. And then is that working for me? Because if it's working for you, I'm not going to judge you. Do your thing. However, now you have more information. And so you can choose a different choice if you want to or you don't. It's all good. So that's what I wanted to like leave you with, just empowering you with more information. Um, I also want you to know that I, if you have questions, reach out to me. I will put some links to my website where you can book a call with me if you're curious about working with me um, at all. And um, I will also put any other like links that are relevant to anything I talked about here <laughs> in the show notes or also post comments on um, YouTube if you want to ask me anything or if you um, want more information as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to see you in the next episode where I can give you more tools about how to move beyond this reality. Thank you to you and your body for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon.